Welcome to the Hunting Camp Podcast. There's like a beast. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Oh, nice eye. Yeah. That was a fast one. Holy cow. Welcome to this week's episode of The Hunting Camp. So in this week's episode, Bud and I recorded a BS session at his house. And uh, I was a dumbass and accidentally deleted that off my computer and wasn't able to recover that file. So what I'm going to do instead, I'm going to treat it as me being around a fire by myself talking to you guys as if you guys were around the fire. So what Bud and I had originally talked about was how the 2022-2023 ice fishing season has gone for me. Well, I don't have Bud to ask me questions or anything like that, so I'm going to make a solo run at it. So the first trip that we ended up doing this year was a Mississippi River bluegill bite. In a popular location south of Lacrosse, I'm sure those of you who are listening can guess that location. It's a pretty popular bluegill spot earlier in the year, so I'm just gonna highlight some of the features of that bite and uh, what we were doing. So it was myself, Zeb, and Zeb's brother-in-law from Texas. Uh, we headed out, oh, his brother-in-law's name was Jacob, by the way, and uh, we headed out uh, probably about 400 yards. We were kind of in a weed flat area, and there's a channel that runs in between the weed flats. So you got weed flat to the east, weed flat to the west, and there's a channel that cuts right in between the weed flat. So the weed flat is two feet deep and there's the the channel break actually drops down into six feet, five, six feet deep. And it's a sharp break off the channel. Kind of surprising how sharp that breaks off there. And basically we sat on bottom side and kind of the middle part of that channel break. And it was kind of funny because Zeb would set up in six feet and I'd be on the other side of the shack set up in four feet. And uh, we ended up having a really good bluegill bite. The first spot that we were at, we were at, I think we plucked off about five to seven keepers. And we made a little move, probably about only 20 yards in distance or so, maybe a little less, just to the other side of the channel. And that's where the bite was the hottest. And uh, I think we picked off t- 10 keepers apiece. We were just using simple small jigs, tungsten jigs with Euro larva, wax worms, and spikes, red spikes. That would be a great day to get the ice rods broken in, making sure all the gear is ready to go. It's a really good low effort start the year off that way. So, yeah, got fish in the freezer. Couldn't be any happier with that bite. This is my first time actually fishing in that area um, for bluegills and whatnot. Yeah, Zeb had a great day. 
Jacob, I mean, he's from Texas. Had a great day. I had a great day, too. We ended up going to a, a tavern. Had a couple couple drinks to celebrate the success on the ice. Yeah, so good day to start the season. Then uh, the second bite that I got on was with Rob from Back to Basic Outdoors. We headed over to the Madison Chain, uh, Lake Wabisa to be specific. And Rob, Rob's actually the one who led me to this bite. It's just a little insecure insignificant point that it doesn't stick stick out on a map and we basically fish that little point because it on that the top side of that point it is a weed flat then it drops down into the basin of the lake and we're just basically jigging on that weed weed edge and ended up uh picking off four or five really really nice crappie outstanding that's one thing i'm impressed by the madison chain when you find the perch they got some really good size on that on that chain there, and uh, we picked off a couple legal walleyes too, so that made me feel real good. I caught my my biggest what do you what do you call it biggest ice walleye through the ice. I think it was uh, 16 inches. I haven't been able to fish for walleye through the ice too often. Um, being up in Green Bay, growing up there. There's not a whole lot of opportunity within an hour of Green Bay besides the bay and the Fox River. Other than that, you got you got to drive a little ways to find the eyes um, if you're not fishing those two bodies of water. And just the bay and the Fox River, you never know what you're getting. I'm a little bit more cautious when it comes to getting on, on ice on the bay and the river. For me to get on the bay, most of it has to be locked up. I don't, I don't want to be one of those yahoos. Going out, getting a chunk of ice broken off, and ended up halfway in the middle of Lake Michigan, or get blown from one side of the one side of the bay to the other, or end up in Beatty Knock or something like that. That's just not my style. I don't want people, you know, having to rescue me and whatnot. So, I mean, in the river, I mean, the ice conditions can change so much. You get a little snow melt. You get a little little warm weather. You get some rain, you never know. So we've always been pretty cautious about fishing those two bodies of water. But uh, yeah, Rob and I on Lake Wabisa used a number five jig and wrap, uh, glow UV green or something like that. That's his go to color. I'm getting to be a big believer in that number five UV green too. Uh, yeah, and we were fishing in 17 to... Uh, 20 feet of water or so he had fun i had fun once again um check out rob's youtube channel back to basics he does a lot of fishing on the madison chain and uh, around uh central and southwestern wisconsin beating well castle rock along with the mississippi river he heads over there occasionally he's got a lot of good information so check out his channel third bite this year that I was able to get on was Devil's Lake Trout. We wanted to do something different. Once again, it was Rob from Back to Basics, myself, and a couple of his buddies, Sterling and Ashley. They did really well on the morning bite. <clears throat> they could have had a full limit of uh, trout by 8.30 a.m. After 8.30, the bite really slowed down. I joined up with them 
at round 11. Uh, picked off a, a trout, and they picked off a couple more. And I don't know. I was really happy with that. I think I've only caught one trout through the ice prior to that. And it, it was just fun to do something different. I mean, there's with the trout bite on Devil's Lake, there's really nothing, nothing fancy you do. Go 100 or two yards off of shore on those steep breaks and set up tip downs with rosies or crappie minnows or anything like that. Um, the, and I use a dangler for the tip down when you're fishing like that because you can let the line out. Really easy to work with, better than your standard tip down. And yeah, you'll have a good su success out there. DNR throws a lot of stocker trout, a lot of stocker brown trout in there. Good sizes, good fun fight. And fun to take home, fun to cook up. However, I don't recommend sitting out there for like 12 hours like Rob did. I think it's one of those half day bites that, that's all I need for trout fishing through the ice. I, I like chasing after walleyes and, and other species like that, perch, but yeah, so that was a, that was a pretty fun bite. Then the fourth bite of the year, which Bud and myself just, uh, did is up on the Winnebago system targeting perch with tip downs in extremely shallow water we uh, I think deepest part of that that flat is four feet and basically you just gotta find green weeds stuff with oxygen stuff open pockets within the weeds and you'll find the fish you said pile of tip downs out and you chase after them all day one thing that kind of is cool about the winnow bago chain they got a great perch population right now you won't catch you know like devil's lake type size perch but you'll catch good meaty perch that have really good shoulders on them and really good actually sized eating perch too um, yeah and basically the way this flat runs up you got the main the main body of water and it's just a little corner pocket that comes into a little shallow flat and like I said throw out those tip downs and have a blast chase them all day then we also talked about what we're looking forward to in the year of 2023 2023 is an exciting year that we got coming up I guess if we just go season by season here, obviously we got ice fishing right now. A bite that Bud and I have been wanting to do for the past couple years is a little brown trout fishing on Lake Michigan. As soon as that ice gets out, we won't be going after those browns because if you got walleye gear, trolling walleye gear, it's a bite that you can target those fish with. And uh, we've always wanted to give that a try and uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the opportunity to to get out on the big lake and try something a little bit different. Then the next thing that we're looking forward to is the walleye run. We do that every year. It's not like the hugest priority this year because we've got so many years of doing the walleye run. We're trying to do some other things. 
I know Bud's looking forward to doing some pan fishing with his son Dale. That's going to be something fun for Bud to look forward to. I love getting on those pan fish bites in spring. There's nothing funner than that. I'm looking forward to trying to get on that perch pre-spawn again late March, early April. Got it on, on it a little bit last year, but not 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 the peak of it. So hopefully this year my timing's a little bit better. That matches the weather. And after that, what do we got? Turkey hunting. Bud has a zone three tag. I have a zone three tag. He's got season B. I got season C. I'll also draw a turkey tag in zone one. Or uh, pick up leftover tags, I should say, in zone one. I'll be out quite a bit during the week chasing after birds. Then uh, I might throw in a Nebraska turkey hunt if I got some time left over. Um, if I got the finances. I don't know. I got a big fall coming up, so I might I might save it for this year. Um, and uh, just do all my spending in fall this year. So we work our way through summer. I think Bud and I and uh, my parents were possibly thinking about doing a salmon charter or something like that. I haven't done that for a couple years. My girlfriend Lisa has never done that, so might be something fun for her to experience. I think Bud, Bud's wife Amanda has never done a salmon charter. I don't think my mom's ever done a salmon charter, so maybe you know, getting new people involved in that style of fishing be be something cool. And we come up on fall, Bud and I are looking at going to South Dakota for pronghorn hunt, maybe with a couple other buddies. Uh, Tonson, uh, you've seen his Illinois deer video on our channel, and Tonson might bring another buddy. And we're just going to camp out on National Forest Lands out in South Dakota, chase after speed goats for a week. Um, it's over the counter. I think it's $286 for a tag, so really reasonable um, non-resident tag. I got to purchase a couple things for that. I want to purchase uh, either a heads-up decoy or a Montana decoy. I'm not sure which one I'm going to purchase. Um, looking forward to that hunt. That's that's probably the top hunt I'm looking forward to. And we'll come back to Wisconsin. We usually do pretty good for the Wisconsin archery opener. We get on deer at least. Uh, the opener for Wisconsin archery is one of my favorite times of the year. And uh, the other big uh, plans, I guess, is Bud will come down here for the pre-rut, meaning southwestern Wisconsin, and we'll hopefully chase after some booners during the pre-rut if we don't have a buck down or anything by then. And Thanksgiving week, uh, my dad is going to be doing his dream hunt in Kansas. We're looking... Uh, either in the north central part or southeastern part of Kansas for doing our hunt. Maybe an outside shot at north northwestern Kansas. Uh, we haven't decided on where we're going to go use his tag at because he should draw this year. Um, looking forward to that. Found some free campsites that look pretty decent. Uh, found some campsites that have shower access and whatnot too. So... That's going to be fun. Just different habitat. Getting out to that prairie, hilly type thing would be kind of cool. Or or river bottom type terrain would be kind of fun in Kansas. I've never hunted there before. Um, 
I plan on maybe drawing in a year or two for Kansas. Uh, maybe three or four years for Kansas for me. I'm just going to be my dad's guide this year, be a camp chef, guide him to his spots, hang stands, do whatever he needs to get done so he's fresh, ready to hunt, ready to put a good shot on a deer, and uh, hopefully have some success out there. We'll get into the details of all these hunts and all these activities as as uh, time goes on here. Um, but I figure I would throw something together since I deleted the other podcast. My bad again, once again. And uh, just leave you guys with that. Bud and I are heading out again on the Winnebago system, chasing after perch because we just have a blast doing that bite. It seems like we always have to do that bite twice in a year. Just... Just to get the freezer full with some perch. Love eating those. But uh, other than that, we'll uh, report back to you on how we done this weekend, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to be in Puerto Rico next week. I know. going to get out of this cold weather. Experience uh, rainforest for the first time. That's going to be something neat. And uh, other than that, uh, we probably won't have an episode next week. But maybe in two weeks we'll throw something together for you. Appreciate you guys listening to this week's podcast Uh, once again. Thanks for the support, and we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks.